Sure. <laughs> I, I do make frequent expressing these eyebrows. Oh, okay. So. It's very podcast friendly. Hey, kids, it's anti-coated razor blades. I am the blunt your parents rolled in 1999 and just found last year, Bob. And here are my co-hosts, Alex and Andy. Introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Alex. And yes, my dream job would be to be the supervisor for the adult hotline. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Andy, and I am in no way pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> it's all lies. Filthy lie. All Andy. lies. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> also, I feel like the blunt your parents rolled in 1999 would not be as good as the stuff today. It would not be. No, it wouldn't. Exactly. Be pretty uh, fucking stale. So I've heard. Actually. Because isn't that what but it, It's always the ones that they find in the sitcom. It's like, oh my oh. god, we rolled this 20 years ago. Let's get super high in the bathroom. Oh god, Roseanne. Thank you, Roseanne. You're thinking of Roseanne. Uh, oh, I was thinking god. of the movie It's Complicated with Meryl Streep and... Um, uh, what's it, Alec Baldwin? Yeah, oh. where they get real stoned and they're like, "Wow, this shit is so much harder than when we were in the '70s." And it's like, "Oh god." Do you, okay, so you remember that Roseanne episode where, yes. like, where uh, Jackie Laurie Metcalf is mm-hmm. like in the bathtub? She gives the worst line read. No, oh, I'm just me and my gunge. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst line read she ever gave. That sounds terrible. She clearly had no idea what she was even none, doing. None at all. None. My ganja. She. The, I mean, that woman just reads white bread. No, <sighs> she was on Roseanne. She That's, was. Roseanne is white bread. Roseanne, yeah. yeah, Roseanne is the most trailer part Wonder Bread show we could have mm-hmm. imagined. Right up there with once the back in the day Beverly Hillbillies. It's actually or, a marvelous show. Oh wait, wait. The love boat. <laughs> Speaking of the love boat, uh, apparently Wait, the 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 star of our film today, we are talking about Idle Hands, by the way, um, was on the the. We're calling Jessica Alba the star. Uh, the reboot. Well, I mean, she's the most famous out of all of them. Uh, uh, I don't think we can call her the star. No. Can't really count. No, she didn't even. She didn't even really get billing in the movie when it she, came out. She, she did not pass the Bechdel test. They were. No, they were hanging. All. They were hanging all of their hopes on Seth Green. They were. And no, Devin Sawa. They were hanging all of their hopes on him. It's not. They were billing. Before we were not <laughs> billing Devin yeah, Sawa. But no, he was second billed under Seth Green. Exactly. No, he was first billed before Seth Green. If you looked at the end credits, they were not in order of appearance. But speaking of teenagers that can make you hallucinate, the first thing we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That was the worst segue ever, Bob. You can't segue over someone else's conversation. That's not how a segue works. I'm horrible. <laughs> we didn't format this episode right. Anyway, Bob segues like a before, brick wall. He really does. <laughs> he's like segueing like the hurdle jumper who like slams into every damn hurdle as he's running down the road. I am not a subtle person. Oh, so Bob segues like somebody who's playing quap. Yes. <laughs> So new mutants, huh? Yeah, we're talking about the new mutants trailer because, uh, yeah, as much as that was a good segue. Thank you. (laughs) And I'm not sure why I like you, but I like you. (laughs) Oh, I banged on something. Oops. Anyway, so what else is new? You Uh, bang on something a lot. Well, you weren't here for that part. Anyway, uh, (laughs) no, but I heard the shower run. Oh, the second shower. So, no, we're going to talk about the New Mutants, because even though it's ostensibly an action film, because it's part of the X-Men franchise, uh, they, they are billing it as uh, Stephen King meets John Hughes, because they're going with the <sighs> Demon Bear storyline from the comics. But even if they were going with the Demon Bear storyline, I don't think that ever works. It, well, I, I understand that, you know, you and I both have very important feelings regarding the New Mutants. The New Mutants was the first comic book I ever collected. 
So, you know, I read, I read the same comics you did, and I read up until episode, up until episode one. I don't want to call it episode. I do it every fucking time. Issue 18. Up until issue 18, it was all, yay, happy, happy, blah, blah, blah. We're teenagers and we're angsty, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, Demon Bear. Jesus Christ. I just love the fact that, like, Bob's still talking, and meanwhile, Alex and I are, like, over here in sight gagging out. I... So the trailer. Let's talk about the trailer Let's before. The trailer. I read the same comics, by the way, and, and like <laughs> I really did. Whoa, and wait, Andy, before we start, are you going to join in on adaptation conversation? No, <gasps> no. <laughs> like, but I already, I'm, I'm like cutting off your argument at, at the fucking knees because what I know of New Mutants is where I got into comics, which was fucking Inferno. And oh, Inferno see, that was, so was more well, Inferno was not it. happy-go-lucky. But Inferno hoping... was like. Just I'm like, hoping that they use this Eldritch demon forces. bear thing to bring Inferno to the silver screen because that would be the best thing ever. Oh my god! Yeah, because oh, Fox suck. has such great, great track record with bringing famous X Men stories to the screen oh, in a wonderful way. They did, yeah, but they they did the Dark Phoenix story so well. Yeah, but the Dark Phoenix story is horrible to begin with. Sorry, it is not I horrible. Jean it is Grey. one of the best Cannot stories ever. Jean Grey. Cannot stand it. I'm tired of that story being told every three years. I'm tired of it. As you would know, if you were the true continuity horror that I am, that was not Jean Grey. That was the Phoenix. Jean Grey was asleep under Jamaica. Yes, I know. I know. Hey, speaking Thank of you. Jamaica. Oh, wait. Too early for a segue. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. That, that's how we would segue. No. Like, I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> right. So. Well, I mean, it, Which it, actually it came could out. bring it into the week, then. But yeah. Anyway, oh, so now the, the trailer. Yeah, you know, when we're watching this trailer, it's very dark. It's it's kids in a hospital, which is always which creepy. is not New Mutants. I, I mean, the the demon bear storyline going back into the comic. They were in a hospital, wondering what the fuck was going on with Mirage. Um, yeah, but they weren't in a mental hospital because weren't. of their powers. Well, I mean, they, they were firmly been... in school under Xavier, right? And they were just at a hospital. And while this happened, well, after during it happened because two of those three episodes, uh, epi- issues. issues, two of those three issues were you know Mirage in a hospital bed after being attacked by the demon bear, and it's really about how magic helped. I mean, I- Ilyana is Ilyana is my favorite mutant. God, I love her from her run in New She's Mutants. My best. I love her, and I, I just don't know. I don't. I don't, this is the same kind of like Fox is doing to this what they tried to do with Legion, which is make it all about institutionalizing and, yeah. and the government coming in and trying to hide away mutants. And it's this weird modern X-Men thing that wasn't, it was big in the 80s. Yeah. In the 80s, they were hiring mutants to find other mutants. They, flirted, the um, right. they flirted with it briefly toward the end of the 80s with the whole Genosha stuff. Yeah, but Genosha is still its own island. Right. Yeah. No, it that's was. its own. That's like a whole bunch of like slavery. Yes. Um, genetic, uh, what's the eugenic, slavery yeah. eugenics sure. arguments. And they so, were definitely, and maybe a little bit of, a little bit of, hey, let's try to talk about South Africa without yeah, actually so, talking yeah, about South Africa. So real, real quick, before we Black Panther actually just went, it's like, fuck it, let's talk about South Africa. That's why it was better. Let's go ahead and do, you know, some deets on that. Uh, New Mutants is coming out in April of 2018. It was directed by Josh Boone. Uh, It's starring uh, Maisie Williams as Rain Sinclair slash Wolfsbane. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, we know her from The Witch. 
uh, as Ilyana Rasputin slash Magic, Charlie <laughs> Heaton as Sam Guthrie slash Cannonball, uh, Alice Braga as Dr. Cecilia Reyes, Henry Zaga as Sunspot slash Roberto da Costa, Blue Hunt as Danielle Moonstar slash Mirage, Happy Anderson as Reverend Craig. Uh, Reverend Craig, for those of you who do not read comics, is the person that abused uh, Rain Sinclair. Uh, basically told her she was evil because it's going to burn her at the stake. It's a horrible thing. Um, we got Thomas Key as Sam's dad and Mickey Gilmore as a coal miner. And that's really the only cast they've listed. By the way, Josh Boone looks like what would happen if Dan Savage and Benedict Cumberbatch had a child. Oh my God. Girl. No, you're right. And also, yeah. he seems to... either the, He's wearing like a Tom Hanks mask that is like three sizes too small. Yeah, his lizard mask was not the right, right <laughs> addition. But I mean, so the only other thing he's really done so far as a director is the Fault in Our Stars. So he is, which I I've heard is actually a really good movie if you want to watch a movie about kids with cancer. Right. So oh, who doesn't? <laughs> the book is really good. I've read the John Green book. I love John Green's writing. He's a fantastic yeah. author. Um, I just. I feel like the faux horror movie style of this trailer, mm-hmm. combined with the angsty teen, um, you know, yeah. Benedict Savage director, is just <laughs> is is scaring me. Because what I loved about New Mutants was Chris Claremont. Yeah, Chris Claremont, who is a writer on this project. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a, he's probably a credited writer either because, probably because they gave the him a hundred bucks to like edit the script once, right. or they just went, "We took some lines from the comic book, so let's credit Chris." Yeah, of course, because Sam <laughs> Sam Guthrie is gonna say, "I'm non vulnerable when I'm blasting." Okay, I feel like if he says that, it'll ruin the theme of the movie, and I'll also be happy. I'm also <laughs> I'm also really just I'm having a hard time not just assuming that that's like a, a euphemism for like. What? Drug use or masturbation I mean, or something. Well, I mean, my, he's a teenager, so... My favorite thing about that is, are they really going to have him jet his hips forward like he's humping the air and fly at people in Drew Cannonball style? Or are we going to fox this up and he's going to, like, run and roll into an armadillo cannonball and hit well, things? Well, what's the stupidest oh, thing God. is that they actually gave his fucking powers to Negasonic Teenage Warhead in Daredevil. Kind That would actually be of. Deadpool. So, uh, that's... Was yeah. it Deadpool? It was Deadpool. Said, you said Daredevil. Damn it. Um, yeah, it was Deadpool. Stupid D names. That's yeah. funny, Bob. I've never known you to be confused by the D. The, I, I'm well, he gets, rarely confused by the D. He gets hypnotized by the D. I do get digmatized. Mm. Yes, yes. By the sentient whole of the no. D. Don't, <laughs> don't stigmatize the digmatized. So anyway. I just... But no, I, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I understand that you, you preferred the lighter tone of New Mutants. It's not even the lighter. I just... I love the X-Men, and Fox scares me. Yeah. Every time, not good things every the time they announce a new pro, a new thing with the X-Men, I just get scared. And mm-hmm. I'm like, first class, good. I, I get tired of that movie. Like, I can't only watch it so many times, yeah. which is unusual for me. If I like something, usually I'm like, yeah, marathon it. They're like... Uh, right. Fox is like... Out of the X-Men stuff that I have seen, they're one out of three. The second one was actually surprisingly X2. good. X2 was X2 was X2 good. was the good one. The problem with X2 is it burned like three storylines in one. Yes. It did. So it's like, oh, okay. But Woo. at least it at least it did okay. And it then, did. It was and then fine. X3 just sucked. X3 was terrible. It was First awful. class was fairly good. Um what is it? Future Past. Days of Future Past was good as long as you just don't think about the comic. Right. If you just uh, remove the comic and watch the movie. Mm-hmm. The movie is good, especially because of Quicksilver. 
Yeah. He is the highlight. Oh God! That's What's the his best face? Part. Evan Peters, Evan Peters from yeah. AHS. Mm-hmm. I love him as an actor. I want him to get a better career than just Ryan Murphy's lapdog. Right. Um, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with you being Ryan Murphy's lapdog because usually Ryan Murphy uses Evan Peters to the best. He does of what he can offer him. Yep. You know he's gotten a lot of the better parts through the various seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for Coven, he had the worst part in Coven. Oh yeah, he did. Which is my favorite season. He's basically Frankenstein in the Coven. I've never managed he was to Frank get. Franken Penis. He's basically the erotic yeah. adventures of Franken Penis. He was. He was. <laughs> Everybody needs to touch the poor abused dead boy. Oh, stop it. Anyway, we know that this storyline is not going to be spot on Demon Bear. We know that. and I, But I also get where they're trying to take it, and it's a completely different direction from where the X-Men movies have been up until now. Yeah, okay, And I appreciate that. I, is, I'm okay with giving it something darker. It is different from the other X-Men movies, but at least, at least as far as what I'm seeing in the trailer, it looks nothing at all different from every other horror every trailer other. That, is, that I've seen in the last, like, ten years. Every yes. other haunted hospital movie. Well, like, yeah. for example, really? the Insidious 4 trailer and this trailer, mm-hmm. we almost could just replace them. Yes. Yeah. Like, it was, this trailer did not scream X-Men to me. If you did not know that the New Mutants was connected to X-Men, you could miss it. Yeah. And be like, ooh, what's this weird horror movie about mutants or, like, toxic waste or, I don't know what the public thinks about these things. Right. Uh, I right. don't know if it, they do. I don't think they do. Actually. I think everyone thinks it's just whether or not we validate that. But, uh, well, as we can tell, I don't. I, I, I think you know what I really want to say about the you know the trailer itself is again I I, I basically already said it. I'm okay with what they're doing with it. Yes, the trailer is bland, and I'm hoping that they have better trailers because this was just the first one, and the movie doesn't come out until April of next year. Um, yeah, they haven't released all the plot details yet in the trailer. Exactly. Well, they, is... apparently they just finished shooting it literally last month. Oh, there you go. Oh, so they're still editing. <clears throat> oh, so the movie hasn't finished yet. Right. They're right. still creating. So yes. so basically what happened is they, they gave a bunch of dailies, a bunch of raw footage to the usual assholes the who put these department. fucking trailers together. Right. And they were just like, and they got like really, really drunk and spunked all over everything. And when it all came together, you had like the usual trailer. Yeah. I, I You're right that this is a bland trailer however i'm still looking forward to it i'm looking forward to this direction i I appreciate it i'll go to any x-men movie i'll give i gave x3 a chance i gave apocalypse a chance and actually i was not totally burned by apocalypse just moderately i had like i didn't um, like they did the psylocke i had what's it called uh two level two what's the word for burns no, like a second degree. Brain. Second degree. Good. I'm yeah. like, I know it's a two. I just, it's a number two. I know. I'm like, well, we're all having problems with words today. Yeah, words. Words are fun. We all speak <laughs> English. Right. And no other languages. <laughs> <laughs> American education. I don't know where the fuck that came from or where it's going. That so, musical it, episode okay. cannot come fucking soon enough, man. <laughs> soon we will have the whole episode. We'll just have wow. someone play piano in the what background. What was it? What was it? We need to do... We need Rest to do a, it. We need to do a stage musical fright. episode. Uh, stage I fright. I want to do stage fright. If we do, if we do stage fright, we have to double feature it with Phantom of the Paradise. Okay. As long as I can... Oh, I'll finally watch it. It's fine, whatever. Do you, do you not like Phantom of the Paradise? No, but I'll watch it. What? How do you not <laughs> like Bob doesn't like stage fright, so I can make concessions. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I have trouble understanding how anybody could not like Phantom of the Paradise. Phantom so of the Paradise. It's been a I, very I can, long time. I think you could say that about Kuso, though. I feel like in your mind, you don't understand why people don't like Kuso. I can understand why people don't like Kuso. It's disgusting. It's, and people don't like disgusting things. Right. 
I would have been I would have been really surprised. I'm I'm really surprised. My stomach just did a flip when you mentioned the name. You're the one who brought it up. I did bring it up, so it's fine. It's gonna come it's gonna come up like every episode we ever do. I know. That's why I love it. So Fuck much. you, Stephanie Meyer, and you're making us watch Kuso. Right. <laughs> we can blame her for all of our problems. We can. We blame <laughs> Stephanie Meyer for everything. Mark was absolutely like delighted when you said fuck you, Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> We had to include it. Yeah. It wasn't even. It wasn't even like. A, it wasn't even like an inline. <laughs> fuck you, Stephanie Meyer. It just happened, and she was so happy. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, that's a thing. But okay. Andy, was she as happy as Seth Green when he came back from the den? Oh God. Okay. So yeah, I guess we're onto this idle hands bullshit. I know that this was my idea. This was, in fact, your idea. This was. I my think idea. I'm the only one who's gonna like this movie. Keep going. <laughs> I'm. I'm not. I'm not on the hate it train. I'm just not on the like it train either. You're, you're on the hate it caboose that's attached to the hate it <laughs> train. Much. That's the only place that's left with any room on the hate it train. Flailing around <laughs> on the end of the hate it, hate it train, getting have, the worst ride ever. I have on one of those hand crank like trains where I'm like, someone else help. <laughs> I know other people like this movie. <laughs> I'm like the engineer sure. and conductor so on the hated train. I've got the details train. on Idle Hands. I've got the details on Idle Hands. Yay! Idle Hands, 1999. Yeah. We're old. Directed by Rodman Flinder, whose previous like best credit before he made this was, wait for it, wait for it, Leprechaun 2. <gasps> oh. oh my god. Yeah. That's the one with, um, with, with Stuart. The guy who plays Stewart on Mad TV. Oh, um, God, Matthew McDonald. Yeah. Matthew. No, can't remember his name. Whoever his name is, my I mom went to college do. with him. <laughs> oh, God. Totally went to Yale with him. Oh. They, were in, they were in acting classes together. Oh, Imagine, like, taking acting at Yale and then you end up in Leprechaun 2. Well, my, my mom ended up in Logan, unable to act. So I think he won. She was unable to act, but she was in Logan? No, she's no, in not Logan. the movie Logan. Oh, Logan, oh, Ohio. Oh, sorry, sorry. The place, not Very the movie. <laughs> yeah, my mom is a famous film star. Didn't you know that about me, Andy? I do now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, sorry about that. Directed by Rodman Flinder. I keep getting hung up on that name. That's a great name. It sounds like stupid, a... sexy Flinder. It sounds like <laughs> that name is better than anything in this movie. I, I would buy that as like a blender product, like the, the blender. Rodman Flinder. Exactly. <laughs> it grades, it dates, it masturbates, it winds, it dines, it sixty nines, it slices, dices, circumcises. Uh, sorry. Wow. Mazel tov. That's some Rocky Horror shit. Yeah. <laughs> Starring, we've gone way off the rails. It is its own moil. It is. <laughs> Without the herpes. Oh God. Uh, starring, <laughs> starring Devin Sawa, Seth Green, Eldon Henson, better known as Foggy Nelson, and I. Pretty he much has no. three different names that he goes gone by in his career. I will tell yeah. you, I will never remember Eldon Henson. I, he's just going to be Foggy Nelson for the rest of this episode. That's right. Fine. That's he, fine. He, We're he good. Plays Foggy Nelson in the Daredevil Netflix show. But now that you've already said the name and and made that link, the audience will be okay too. Yes, that's that. That was why. If they pay attention, uh, um, I mean, yeah. Also, Jessica Alba, or as we like to call her, Tanaise, Tan Mayonnaise, mm. Vivica. Oh, hang on. Well, Vivica <gasps> A. Fox, because that's pretty much the entirety of her acting in this pretty movie. Oh my God. <laughs> Except when she got hit by the truck. That was fun. No, she mm -hmm. still survived, though. She yes. Did. I was not happy about that. Well, I mean, titties. <laughs> they helped. They're um, not like airbags. <laughs> uh, Jack Noseworthy, Christopher Hart, the 
played the hand. He was the thing in Adam's Family. Hand model. That's literally all hand he does. For the His win. entire career was yeah. hands. He is. A, he was a fantastic hand actor. Yeah. He just yeah. He, he had a lot of yeah. hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, apparently Robert England was involved tertially somehow. I'd never heard his voice anywhere in Robert this movie. England was involved? He was the voice of the hand, according to Wikipedia. I cannot... There was a voice of the I hand? I remember nothing no of, voice of the hand. I don't know what... Unless, the puppet was bad enough. Maybe they maybe they had him do like a Mike Patton thing where he they just like got him in a room and were just like, okay, now grunt. <laughs> and like, that's Robert I England. mean, they literally... Why didn't they hire Frank Welker for that? Right? I, I mean, know. Frank Welker is like the dude for that God, stuff. There's so many people in this. But, um, I don't know. We don't have to keep talking about it. No, but there's that. like the various names that people know. Fred Willard is in it. Uh, Ricky Martin shows up. Ricky uh, uh, Martin. Ricky Martin. That Ricky Martin shows up as a background extra. Oh, in the dance? Um, on in Before the, his music career in kicked the, off again? In the parking lot on the way into the school. He was there as an extra. Yeah. And, oh. uh, and also the asshole from, well, one of the assholes from Blink-182. And mm. all of the assholes from the offspring. One of the assholes. Who played one eighty two? Was he the dude in the? Was... He was. He was at the. He was at the fast food restaurant. He was the dude working the drive through. Oh, okay. yeah. Like oh, oh it was Tom. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Tom DeLong. Yeah. And also, uh, and also, Kyle Gass, KG from Tenacious D, is in this movie, which is not a surprise because he this was, was in, an MTV movie. That's he was, probably yeah, why. That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, they just got a lot of fucking people to be in this movie. And it's just like, oh, hey, we're doing a thing. Come on. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Oops. And this movie, this movie was budgeted um, at $25 million. <laughs> it made four. Um, four million? Yeah. And that, no, four dollars. Oh, well. <laughs> and, that, and that $25 million, the bulk of that had to have gone to, like, the Coke budget. Probably. Because... It ain't up there on the Either screen. that or they were really all just smoking a whole lot of weed. Well, that and they were, and also the soundtrack. The the inexplicable soundtrack. They yeah. probably spent about 15 yeah. mil on that. Yeah. Um, because they sure as fuck didn't put it into the movie. Yeah. Look, uh, I, I watched this again last night. And in case anyone's wondering, I did in fact watch it stoned. Because I remembered watching it sober. And I didn't want to repeat that experience. Um, and it was That's just hilarious. as bad. And I mean, it's not horrible it's not i don't ever want to watch this movie it's just it's fucking peanut butter on wonder bread it's not yeah it's candy it's not even like it, intelligent it's <laughs> i actually gotta go worse a uh, big shock i'm sure everybody's figured out right by now i hate this movie revenge revenge is mine i, I saw this movie in 1999 when it came out and i hated I it then too. Yeah. I, I hated it then so I couldn't even finish it then you know, it's a funny story about this movie I watched this before I liked horror mm-hmm. but I used to watch it on TV for the longest time I never saw the movie prior to when he hits his parent, hits the pumpkins that, that are his parents. Right. So every time this movie started, I always started it there. Every time. Like, I would flip through the channels, and it'd be him running into the pumpkins, them falling over, and, oh, dead parents. Right. And I just, I never knew what happened at the beginning, and I always wondered, like, how did his hand get possessed? Did they tell us? I, like, you know, as a youngin', and I just wanted continuity, and there, of course, is none. Right. No, it, none of that. No, no. No, the ancient druids. Um... I just, oh, I just, I love this movie. This movie is everything about the 90s plucked into a little box that just reminds me of my childhood and just the kind of wonderful, stupid humor that I only like in a non 
comedy. I'm like, oh look, it's Vivica Fox with her Janet Jackson velvet rope hair. I think I that's the her. thing. This is this movie is '90s, and it's everything that started to suck about the '90s post around 1997 or so, like around the time when I kind of came out of my teenage years and into the really really shitty parts of adulthood. That's I, what this movie. I feel like to if, me. if we did a retrospective. Um, that we would we could do like a 1990s film a retrospective. Don't point that thing out to me now. It's a door. That, that's a spider. It's on a the spider door. on the door. Bob is an arachnophobe. Kill the spider, Andy, for Bob. For I literally cannot even see a spider. It's above the second knot people. Good God, that's that's tiny. How are you even looking at that? I have eyes. You're a fucking murderer, dude. Okay. <laughs> so as I was trying to say before the spider incident. Of, 19, spider. of 2017. <laughs> the, spi- the spider is the spider experiment directed by Eli Roth. <laughs> um, oh, God, oh, no. No, it's directed by, and it's, it's a co direction by Eli Roth and Adam Wingard. No. <laughs> Produced by Ty West. Um, oh, my God. No. <laughs> it's all found footage. You people are the worst. I'm, it's, it's, it's found footage body horror like Kuso. Uh, <laughs> we could make this movie worse for you. Um, you could, and you're doing so, and are, stop it. It's are you also trying, a metal musical. Like, um, are you trying to give me an erection that strains and eventually rips my pants? Yeah. Because you're kind of doing it. Yeah, as long as someone just <laughs> jab needles in your dick. What? I feel like I feel like that conversation. Honey, that's already happened. That conversation <laughs> should be pulled and put at the beginning. I've had stitches in the dick. <laughs> um. Maybe that can't happen. I'm so sorry. So, I actually had the stitches in my dick. What I was trying to say before the spider incident. Right in the head. Oh, my God. <laughs> stitches in your penis. We get it. Yeah. Is, um, they wrapped a little bandage around it. It looked like a Pope hat. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why to this very day, I, I continue to refer to my penis as His Holiness. I'm sure you do. His I'm sentient done. holiness. Hi, Dean. <laughs> Are we done? I think we're done. Continue. So (laughs) the retrospective that I would love to do just to torture Andy would be the 1999 film retrospective Mm. where we watch Scream 3 and then we watch The Blair Witch Project and then we watch... Well, but there are so many other movies that all kind of these sequels that came out in 1999. Oh, no, there were so many right bad ones. Before. I still know what you did last summer was yep. that year. I love that movie. Um, Stigmata came out that year. Oh, it was actually a good movie. It yeah. was actually, yeah, you're right, not that bad. Also, soundtrack had it. Yeah. It was the 90s. Yeah. Soundtracks. Mm. We always had, uh, actually, that soundtrack was great because it had a really great David Bowie song on it. Uh, Pretty <laughs> Things. No, it had this great Bowie song called Pretty Things Are Going to Hell that was just fucking brilliant. And actually had a great Chumbawamba song on it, too, which is not a sentence I am likely to say ever again in my life. I know, because everyone's just really tired of Tub Thumping. I like Tub Thumping. I still like it, too. It's fine. It's not a bad song. It's just like, oh, hey, every, you know, white person wedding. Seriously, uh, if if you're out there listening, go go hit your local half-price books. You'll find, like, six copies of the Stigmata soundtrack in the discount bin. Go pick one up for 99 cents. It's good. (laughs) I don't know. Vinyl was, I think vinyl was out by then. Vinyl was. I'm sure they've redone it. They've vinyl re- was out. They've re-released it for like the truest hipsters who want like the 1990s <laughs> movie soundtracks right. on vinyl. That's a very specific right. demographic, which probably does not exist. Oh, yeah. Have you lived exists. in this city long enough? Yeah. <laughs> we do, in fact, live in Hipster Central. Yeah. You actually live in the center of lesbian hipsterville. We also. I, I mean, this is actually like 
this is apparently like the fourth biggest test market in the in the nation yep. as well. Yes, that's because I like, read that in the New York Times well, today, and that's because like Wendy's home t- office is in Ohio, yeah, and, and so because is White Castle's home office is in Ohio, and, and Limited Limited's in yeah. Ohio, and mm-hmm. Taco Bell just loves to test things here for some reason because we're a big test market. We're a bunch and of Starbucks even did a whole test here with that. Um, did yeah. you try the Dark Barrel like a couple years ago? It was actually really good. I tried. No, I don't do Starbucks. I don't like this Starbucks. is before your coffee hipster. No, it's not even a hipster thing. I just don't <laughs> like their coffee. I've had Star- I've had Starbucks coffee, and I don't like Andy it. with his French press in my kitchen, I like know, boiling water constantly. You coffee, know, it's time to podcast because Andy will go. I don't have time to make my coffee. <laughs> I actually had time to make the coffee today, and I didn't. But did you have time to you make it? You did because your 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 computer took an eternity to start up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it wasn't even that. It's just because there was like, well, there's like dishes and like soapy water in the sink, and I'm like, well, I'm not dumping my coffee into that. Oh god, don't eh, drink. Fuck it, I'll just grab a diet coke. Never drink right. soapy water in your tea by accident and have an entire household of people uh, with stomach problems. That just sounds like a really good way like... to like fart bubbles for the next couple of hours. It does not work that way. No. Well, now I swallow after the that. Bubble gum. I'm disillusioned. You no, after that, you don't trust your farts. <laughs> so I, idle hands to me is one of, oh it's just on one of the biggest like just examples of pure stoner moviedom that has never touched me let's let's be real clear this is alex's giant white wonder bread i'm you know the clean sweetest clean person in the world for no reason in this regard right. like smoked it twice done the hard candy once right and that wasn't until i was 27 before i ever tried it so i've never been a smoker's um connoisseur like i've not ever liked adult swim because most of it is meant to be like super high and things like aqua teen hunger force just great at my nerves like the worst kind of cheese graters that get clogged and then get stuck in your sink Mm. um and so this movie works, though, because it has a special kind of nostalgia where it's all about people wanting to be high and, like, being negative about being high without ever getting high. Because it was written by stoners who were trying to, like, insert a message for MTV audiences. Right. But it's a really stupid message. And it wasn't Especially even when... don't do drugs. It's just, like, go out and go do yeah, stuff. It's not don't do drugs. It's go out into the world and people will love you for you. And right. a, and apparently smoking because that's it, how it always works in these fucking movies. And smoking pot gives you magical powers. Well, yeah. what I love is why would the evil demon hand be weakened by pot? Shouldn't it be strength? Oh no, smoking pot is a virtue in this movie. How that's would the yes. pot? How would the pot even like get into the demon hand? It doesn't have a respiratory he, system. He, it has a sentient hole it where it was cut off at the wrist. The carpels are now the sentient hole of the... Oh, very good. But, you know, in order to get the pot to the hand, you basically had to literally blow smoke up a puppet's ass. Can I be real honest that Hot if the whole the movie puppet. was was the, the evil hand taking over hand puppets that and attacking people with hand puppets. That would have been a better movie. It, I would have. I want that movie. <laughs> I, want, I want him to cut off his hand in the first 15 minutes and then I want an hour and 15 minutes of just different hand puppets right. attacking people. Goofy ass fucking puppets. Let's Jesus. Do it. That would have been a much better it. movie. Yes. Yes. Write this. Write it. You, yes. You're the writer. You write it. Yeah. yeah. Write it. And I'll be will, I'll be the voice of the hand. Right. <laughs> you'll be you'll, 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 you'll be the Robert Englund. Of yeah. The I will, I'll study. So going back to your going back to your nostalgia. Um, because I agree that this is a very 90s movie. This is a really 90s movie. And I don't think that's a good thing because I think it is, it's all of the worst parts of the 90s are in this movie. See, but I think when when you say the worst part of the 90s, the big thing to keep in mind is I was 12. I understand. 
I'm saying so, I'm not even I'm not even talking in terms of oh man it sucked to be in the 90s because I was like 22 and had a shitty job and drank a lot. My God, nothing has changed. But no, no, <laughs> no. Um, but, but no. But I mean, what I'm talking about is with the movie is uh, just in terms of if you look at. Um, what was happening with horror movies at the time is they were turning into these really, really dumb cookie cutter teen slashers. Ultra meta. It was the it was the yeah. Kevin Williamson menace. Well, and, and it was something you've already touched on. It was the fact that they were all shiny, except for yeah. like Blair Witch. They're all super processed. They're all yeah. really crisp. They're and I think that's the reason yeah. Blair Witch hit as hard as it did was yeah. because horror was so was fucking different. stale and yeah. bad. And, it was, and what was happening with this one is there's like it's a it's a really ugly film. Like there's all of this horrible green and red lighting everywhere, yeah. mm-hmm. which is something that started to happen toward the end of the nineties and got really oppressively shitty in the aughts. Well it became the grungy um, the, torture porn. That, the, yeah. it, that that became like the lighting scheme for yeah. that was supposed to like represent grunge without yeah. actually doing it. it and, and so like this this kind of had that and that made me really unhappy. And the other thing that it did, um, I mean, there's other things that I hate about this movie, but like there's and I already touched on it. It's the soundtrack. Every horror movie had a soundtrack. They they compiled the soundtrack first practically before they even made the movies half the time. At least that's yeah. how it felt. They they were marketing the movie so hard with the soundtrack. The trailers for Idle Hands listed the bands on the soundtrack. It did. Yeah. And and they you know they they specifically went out of their way to shoehorn the offspring well, into this movie. And the offspring is kind of like an avatar for everything that got awful about the 90s. Mm-hmm. They started mm-hmm. out being one of these new, fresh-faced, kind of like punk revival bands. And by the end of the decade, they were writing not Pretty necessarily bad songs, but they were writing songs whose predominant narrative thrust was, <laughs> look at that white guy who likes black stuff. Yeah. And so... So I think the other thing, we we're going to talk about the soundtrack is, if you look at Idle Hands, you look at people who chose the soundtrack that didn't hold up. Yep. No. And th- th- so, like, if you look at, like, another example is, like, if you look at, like, Blair Witch 2, <laughs> arguably a terrible movie, has a slightly better soundtrack because some of the things on that soundtrack held up. I really want to see the version of Blair Witch 2 that the director was trying to make yeah, before yeah. the studio was oh, like, no. Don't worry, I'll make us watch that because I love that movie. I actually didn't hate that movie when I saw it, but like, there's a much better movie in there. there insert Bob Irol here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, So, you, you, I can't with the soundtrack. The only thing I liked with the soundtrack for, for Idle Hands is Beheaded by the Offspring. That's the only thing. And that did not hold up. It there was are, a decent no, song. There it are actually, I want to listen to. Like, it's not a classic. It's there not, are two songs on this uh, that appear in the movie that don't appear on the soundtrack that I absolutely love because uh, they're performed by this dude named David Garza, who's like an Austin-based singer-songwriter. Yeah. His, he, had a, he had a record that came out in 1999, which I bought and I had it. And it was it's great. It's fucking amazing. Um, and so, like, they used two of his songs in this movie and they used them in just the shittiest teen movie ways. Like, like these, like, sunny little pop songs. He's going to talk to the girl. Do, 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 oh do, do, do. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so, of course, they didn't make it onto the soundtrack. Yeah. But they had time to, like, shoehorn Static X onto the soundtrack. My favorite... Uh, because fucking... Graham Ravel was in charge of the music. Oh, God. Speaking of, yeah, it was just this movie is like 
a perfect example of bad music choices. Like, yeah. these songs were not chosen because they were good or they were going to last. They were chosen because, ooh, we can shoehorn in, get money because we're using this music. Right. And well, then they had to, they had to pay advertise for, it. They, yeah. they had to, I mean, they had to pay for the rights to the music. Well, sometimes some of the MTV movies, they got around paying the normal rates because the bands wanted to be in an MTV oh, movie. Yeah. So they were cut special deals. Okay. So if you combine like the special deal versus what you would have paid for probably what would have been good music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was something that happened with a lot of MTV movies that kind of, like when you have Disney Channel movies and you go back and you kind of listen to them and you're like, oh, you, it's like this is all recycled Disney crap. Yeah, because yeah. Disney didn't want to pay anyone else. And MTV right. was kind of like, oh, do you want to be featured in our next MTV movie? Well, if you cut us a special deal on the rights, yeah. you, you can have the music video, you can be in yeah. all the trailers. Was this actually an MTV movie? This was like an MTV in the background movie. This was pre-MTV Films production. They did actually yeah. spend an awful lot of time watching MTV. They did. Yes. They spent a lot of time, and this was shown. This is one of the first movies that was like mm. often shown on MTV. They kind no. of they kind of went through the rights. Speaking yeah. of and speaking of poor musical choices, Two Life Crew is in this movie, and it's not even good Two Life. Okay, there is no good Two Life Crew, but it's not even like the version of Two Life Crew that anybody liked. It's yeah. Pop That Coochie, yeah, which is terrible. They, yeah, it was just an excuse to have you know, which is bad. Shaking that ass, it's shaking bad that ass. even for them, it's true. which is it's yeah. really saying something. But um, no, and my other thing, uh, that, so my two favorite facts about this movie is he never takes off clothing. Yeah, until he's he in, adding he just clothes. keeps putting clothing on and right. on yes. and on until the very end when he's in the hospital. Right, which and then he has all the clothing. You can't convince me that he doesn't still have all that clothing underneath. Well, the no, but he, yeah, he is completely dressed in yeah. bandages. It's still right. in the bloody shirt from like the very second scene. Um, and then the movies they watched on film on the TV, they watched Night of the Living Dead and then the original Dawn of the Dead. Right. That was it. Those are the two movies that kept coming up. Um, and actually, there was also, I believe, Glenn or Glenda. I didn't catch that one. I, I'm trying to remember. I, I think it was something when he was flipping through the channel. I kind of wish I didn't catch it. Because yeah. <laughs> um, that's not a movie I really want to win. Well, and the other thing I love, you know, talking about in-movie universes and believing, this movie universe has a weird, like, blood spatter rule. Oh, like, if you are attacked by an evil demonic force, you just splatter blood out in one direction. Right. right? Like, doesn't matter when he pulls the mom under the bed. Yeah, there's no possible way that anything could ever hurt her that would cause blood to squirt out right. from that kind well, of angle. <laughs> there's a valuable lesson to be learned here. <laughs> when you are putting down your roots and starting a family, as I know some of you probably I mean, are going to do. First off, don't do it with Fred Willard. Don't, no, well, Aww. no fear there. <laughs> guy's got the sex appeal of a road accident. But also, just make sure that your house is not located somewhere within the boundaries of the Squibiverse, yeah. <laughs> where things just sort of explode. <laughs> I know, seriously. Everything. Everything who just explodes with blood. And yeah. it, it works really well for me. I love the effect. It's, that, is, that, that usually makes me happy. Yeah. I usually like things like that. And I, mm. I remember liking it back in the day, too, like when I was watching when I was younger and being like, haha, look, it just squirts, you know? Yeah, I like <laughs> stuff like that. It's, I, it's right up there with like... But I don't like we it Attach um, Foggy. Foggy Nelson. Yeah, Foggy Nelson. Okay. Yes. I, I said it and it sounded wrong, so I, I was worried. It's okay. Um, so Foggy Nelson, when they attach his head back on with a barbecue fork and then duct tape it around his neck. I mean, that was... Okay. That was some, by the way, that was some Ninja Turtles realness of his face puppet. Right. 
That like, was really it looked cute. just like the Ninja Turtle puppets. <laughs> and it was, you know, for 99, it was very kind of like high end. They spent all of their money on that one scene right. with the face puppet that yeah. almost moved right. right. Like you almost believed that it was a head. Right. It was like, you know, alien 70s um, head movement, but yeah. they didn't have that kind of budget anyway. They didn't. So. They really didn't. Well, I don't know what they did with the rest of it, with the rest of the budget. It's I'm too, telling you, weed. It, That's what Seth they did. Weed is not that expensive. <laughs> Maybe it was in '99. There was a shortage or and something. And Seth Green wasn't that expensive in '99. No, he wasn't. Oh, bad. Nor oh, is he today. God. I mean, he's more and, expensive today because he keeps it, producing things. He does. Yeah. So he has cachet. But I'm just like Seth Green should not ever be the voice of reason in any film ever. I, I love and it. And yet he is in he, this movie. He is the constant voice of reason versus his horn dog friend and his like blithely oblivious friend. Yeah. Right. Those two are the only thing in this movie. I won't say they worked. Yeah. They were the least awful thing about this movie. They were the they were the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yes. of the Hamlet that is this movie. I feel like I feel like those two did, guys. Did Hamlet kill his own parents and leave blood splatter all over the bed? Um, I mean, he no. killed parents he and left blood splatter on the <laughs> curtains. Yes, but we're also you know insinuating that Jessica Alba belongs anywhere near Shakespeare. I mean, she could probably she be a tree. She could. Drown. I would really, actually, I would, I would have enjoyed it much more if Jessica Alba would have drowned. Uh, she just, I swear. She probably wouldn't have even been interesting when, while drowning. She would have just she been was, like, no. oh, wow. I, like, I feel like drowning this, and stuff. This and is like, one of those moments when they're like, Jessica, what name do we put on your check? Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, yeah. She did this. She 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 Michael King this movie so hard. Like I need to pay. How do you know the difference? How can you tell? She was really young, but really wanted. So, but even if you don't like Jessica Alba's acting, you can at least watch her act in almost every other movie. Versus this movie, where like. She, I don't even think was memorized. Like sometimes I feel like there were cue cards off screen, and she would like look over and be like. But I don't know if you should go to the party. <laughs> and by the way, for the audience at home, I squinted just like Jessica Alba might have done in this movie. Yeah. Rewatch, kids. It yeah. might have happened. Yeah. I, I'm uh, just why? Why, Miss Alba? Why? So this this I'm, this pool. That's that's the only explanation. This is segue into the the fact that no women in this movie have any agency None. in the slightest. Oh, they, None at all. Even, None of them even have like even anything even remotely resembling human emotions oh God, or motivation. No, you're totally shy, but you just your your demon hand just grabbed my butt. Let's do it. My parents aren't home. Oh I my know. God, you're oh, covered in blood. blood. Let's fuck. I know. Oh, you tried to choke me twice, which I was not okay with. Oh my God, you're kinky. You tied up your hands. Oh my God. <laughs> which by the way, all he did is wrap his hand several times and then yeah. attach the wrapping, like yeah. pull. Like that's not how you right. attach things. Like still better depiction of S and M than Gerald's game. Yeah, true. Er, or Fifty er, Shades. Er. Ooh, fuck you, Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stephanie Meyer's hand in Fifty Shades was uh, was that's a actually that, that's how she wrote Fifty Shades. Her hand was well, the she best. didn't actually write it. Just write remember, it Fifty Shades was fan fiction of Twilight. No, Twilight E.L. James is Stephanie Meyer's possessed hand. Uh, Aw, oh, did she cut it off? If only she would have. Uh, there's three of those books oh speaking of other people just one one more quick thing speaking of people who really should have been like severed brutally and bloodily from from 
whoever did the uh, the the foley work for this movie yeah. needs uh, to be kicked into the fucking. It's, it's like they just bought that like whole set of like Warner Brothers. They really did. Yeah, they got Here's a stock cat sound, and Wait. the cat didn't even they. <gasps> They didn't even spend any of that $25 million to hire somebody to throw the cat onto the right. bed. Wait, wait. The cat was just right. on the bed. No, this is what's funny. What happened to the dog? <laughs> we don't know. The we dog know. was a big part of the beginning. It's right. And then the dog chickened the buckets. And yeah. God knows. Nothing. Maybe it choked on a chicken bone. It starved. The stoner kid wouldn't know or care. Like well, a, he hugged it. He scooby-dooed his dog for a little while. It was like the one draft of the script. Looks like Matthew Lillard. the dog. No. You know what probably happened? Matthew <laughs> <laughs> um, What probably happened is I feel like halfway through shooting, they ran out of money for the dog handler. And they were just like, no one will notice if we just remove the dog from the film. Right. <laughs> No, no, I just love again, it. The budget, the budget ran out again. Is Where it, did that budget go? I just love. Like, they <laughs> to threw the weed. They at least got rid of the cat. They threw the cat, and they never <laughs> recovered the cat. Right. Yeah. Which I want a white cat to name Bones. Right. I, I love that actually. That I want, actually uh, that's probably the best thing about this I movie. I really like that. The cat uh, gave the no, most no. natural performance. <laughs> the best thing about this movie is the most meta joke in the entire movie, which was, it's nine o'clock. We have plenty of time till midnight. No, it's druid time. You only have six minutes. And his and Devin Sawa's response was, oh, druid time. And then he runs. Like, so, that, that was a legit answer that he took. He was like, oh yeah, I forgot about druid time. <laughs> I, I know many, many actual pagans that would just look at this movie and want to slap people. Well, what is... Because... <laughs> We, we, what is Druid time? Because um, even if they're in California, if it's between nine and midnight, like is Druid time Eastern time? I, I would think it's so. certainly not Greenwich Mean Time, where not the Druids all. would have come from. Right. No Druid time. Oh. Oh, just my favorite, like two second Vivica A. Fox joke. Um, she gives just the most. She also had her check made out to cash. Time for the ritual sex. I know. Oh my god. Like Randy oh was anything god. other than a massive she, cock hound. I'm she, sorry. Randy was not straight. Randy had he he wanted her for the clothes. She had the closest thing to actual feminine agency in this movie <laughs> yeah. and just blew it on the asshole with the truck. Well, once she completed her, you know, generations worth of work of tracking down and killing the evil demon hand. Right. She didn't even keep the knife. She left no, the fucking... No, apparently... She left the fucking she didn't ancient relic the, behind. Uh, she didn't notice the obvious, you know... Dead people? Well, the, the dead people. But, no, she's tracking this thing using her wall of doom. <laughs> as Like they have in most horror yeah. films where you're tracking something like this. And, of course, you get the standard fucking asterisk... Uh, not asterisk. Um, pinnacle. Pinnacle, pinnacle on the, a, on yeah, the map. They but all of the fucking names of the towns Started start with, with a B. And she didn't even say anything about that. It's a pattern. What the fuck, woman? How do you not recognize well, this, patterns? So here's the other thing. So, like, and uh, even, like, I got distracted by the weirdest shit. Like, she's, like, drawing little X's on there with a black marker. And then she has to go into the kitchen to get her red marker because that's apparently where she keeps the red marker. <laughs> right? <laughs> the red marker is special. It only I, comes out for a specific druid event. Why is it? Why I is, really want to just yarn everywhere in that well, trailer. Well, what oh. I love is anyone can take five random locations on a map and then draw a pentacle. Pentagram. But. Well, yeah, she did circle it, yeah. which a pentagram not supposed to be related to Satan. Um, but I love, I love, my, but that's my favorite moment of like, it wasn't like we were at the center of the pentagram or there was any significance to the pentagram. There was just a pentagram just, on the map. It just happened to be from whatever random moment she started tracking this idle hand. Or we, or this there is, were just five locations. Or, or this is like the last location she had to find. 
they didn't even make that clear. Though. They didn't. No, that's no, how yeah, lazy it, this movie it's is. Just like, it's like I'm going to take my airstream and go like to random B towns. Yeah, and it's, it's my favorite Simpsons joke when they're in, they're in the future after Trump's presidency when Lisa is president yeah. and Homer decides that he's going to find Lincoln's gold and he goes, "Oh, four scores." So he just picks a random place and goes one, two, three, four, and then jams a pick into the ground. <laughs> and that's what she did. She was just yeah, like, much. this city, this city, this city. Oh my God, it's a pentacle. That's the devil. Yeah. Like, um, you, you just, you mentioned later about how this has been traveling through your family for generations and mm-hmm. what you just randomly started here right. on, in California land. With your Janet Jackson velvet rope hair. Cause it only, they're only alive for a day or so. Uh, right. Like they have a limited time because Midnight drew a time on the randomly specified date that uh, A. Fox chooses. Right. The Dan will take you into hell. But it's Halloween. Was it Halloween? It was It was a Halloween party. So. Yes, but the other guy was taken into hell long before, long not related to Halloween. Yeah. Uh, and all of the other killings were taking place not on Halloween. True. Yeah. In fact, uh, no one... But he. But this the is where person... she could grab the, the innocent, innocent Jessica Alba's soul and just like smush it into the ceiling of auto shop. Uh, I don't know. There was no fucking significance. None. Well, that's None. how you drag the soul into hell is by smushing it into the pentacle gram. Right. Smushing. Smushing. Well, my favorite yeah. is is if you actually timed out that car. Woo, she died like twice. Right. She so died. Yep. She. Damn yeah. stoners. Yeah. Well, she I, she she yeah. died twice. This movie died like. Why? Why, why on earth would a, a carjack deaths. actually be able to shove a car into a ceiling? Anyway, why, that, that's that's your problem with this movie. <laughs> why? Why do they have a carjack in shop class? Why are you permitted to build a bong in auto but, shop? But that wasn't auto shop. Nobody's actually allowed to build a bong in auto shop. Yeah. Um, however, that was an insane looking bong, which is not at all useful for anything ever. Just in case you're yeah. wondering. I'm also wondering how the hell his asthma inhaler doesn't just constantly smell of weed and make people question his asthma inhaler. Um, I think he just smells of weed, so it's not like the inhaler smells more like could weed be. than him. Could be. <laughs> and also, he had blood on his shirt. He did. The cop should have thought about the blood Yeah. before they, I don't know, wanted to have sex with him. Did he have blood on the shirt yes. when they first picked him up the first time? I thought he did. Mm. Oh, and the cop. No, yes. it wasn't. Because he went over to get the weed. He failed to get the weed. Failed to get the weed. Oh, so he, he wasn't shopping. Wearing... They caught him on the way home. He was not covered in blood. No. Oh, okay. They knocked over his dog food, which he never got back. That's why the dog died. Right. Mm. Not fed. I'm like, and where's the milk? And you still have fucking Lucky Charms all over the kitchen? What is your problem? Dude? My favorite thing is, though. How do you waste Lucky Charms? It took him about three days to run through all of the the food and dog food in the house before he finally was like, Ma, where's the meatloaf? Right. And now, if I yelled at my parents like that, they would have kicked me out of the house first off. I'm pretty sure if all you did was smoke pot and lay on the sofa... Your parents would kick you out of the house. The worst, I mean, the smoking pot, not necessarily because. Well, they would have joined you for that. Yeah, I think the, the worst lazy, thing about that the joke, lazy part, yes. The worst thing about like most of the jokes that are in this movie is that they were all made much, much, much better a few years later when Shaun of the Dead happened. Exactly. Yeah, there. I mean, because Shaun of the Dead wasn't a fucking lazy cash in. Yeah. So this, yeah, this movie suffers from all of its nineties ness. It is it's such a, a product yeah. of like overfed. 
No one was worried about money. We're going to spend all our money in buying exaggerant holiday decorations. Right. I think if so, if you like, if you showed this to teenagers today, that would be the first thing that would confuse them. Is like, were they rich? Right. Why are they spending? Why is she looking through catalogs to buy holiday decorations for? Thanksgiving. And or make a cornucopia out of a pie plate and spackle. And apparently they have black lights shining at the ceiling in every room in their house. Right. No. Well, no. Obviously or it's glow paint. in the dark paint. Well, the paint had black lights installed inside of it, every individual atom hmm. so that whenever the lights were off, they would activate. Yes, because nanites exist and we can't cure cancer. That really went nowhere. It Not did. unlike... It didn't. Literally anything else to do with this movie. Well, well I mean, So, yeah. I just... My favorite, I love the, it's under the bed reference. That seems really stupid. Yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't like the hand was under the bed. Well, I mean, that might have been playing on the whole, and we should also do Urban Legend at some point. Oh, I, love, I love that movie. I, I just love Urban Legends. I'll bring out my Urban Legend encyclopedia and we right. can recover from I just want to forget that all of those movies happened. Those yeah. movies are what Andy, actually... this is never going to happen. When you guys, when you guys but like... But Urban Legend gave us Alicia Witt panicking. And it's but when you guys, when you guys like make fun of me because I didn't see any of those, any of the like the, the big budget horror movies of the aughts, those shitty 90s horror movies are why. Because like I gave up on horror. Eh, I mean, everyone has their their horror exhaustion times. They do. That, well, the the end of the nineties was definitely mine. Yeah. But also, like the movies were just really shitty. And they had yeah. their moments. There was good movies through that period. Yeah. Yeah, there were good movies through that period. There were some good. But movies. for the most part, it was the overproduced Hollywood shit. And you're yes. right. There's but... there's a level of bad schlocky crappiness that you have to accept if you're going to be a horror fan. Right. No, I understand that. I, you have to accept entire decades. Worth yeah, of I grew up watching horror in the 80s. Believe me, I know. I love I know it's it's not that you don't like those kind of movies, but I think this just needs to be said for everyone. Yeah. That That is one of the, like, my list yeah. of what makes you a horror fan versus, like, a normie or a muggle, as Bob likes to call them, is, like, right. one, you know, tick number two is you have to be willing to look at bad horror and find something in it because otherwise right. you right. get like three movies every five years that are going to really rock your socks. Right. The, thing, the thing that makes the difference to me um, is like I can I can dig a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I, I five starred the erotic rights of Frankenstein. Man. We all did. Did we all? Alex? I no, I don't, think, I don't think I did. Alex no, didn't like yeah. it. Um, I just enjoyed making fun of it. Well, yeah. We, we had a... <laughs> yeah. So, like, I do really like bad movies, too. I enjoy them. The difference is between a movie that is bad and has something to offer between a movie that is just so cynical that, like, it's it's so lazy. Everything in this movie is really lazily done. And it, I... there's It's... It's, and I kind of get it's actually, the that's, point of that because the one thing it's about weed. The one thing I mean, that's not lazy yeah. is Devin Sawa's performance where he's flailing around like a maniac. But even that, I mean, he's frantic, his, but at the same time... It's, his possessed hand deal was the deal. Yeah, he did some Evil Dead realness. But it's it just like there's this kind of weird... It's, it's just, I guess, nothing is worse than watching people try to be funny and failing. Yeah. Um, oh, when people I don't try know. to be serious and fail, it's frequently funny. When people try to be funny and fail, it's just. It, it I mean, makes as me evidenced by that wrists. joke five minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, that cancer was jokes never work. No, cancer jokes do not work. Unless no. you're watching um, Reefer Madness, and then the cancer joke at the end is one. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I mean, Reefer Madness, the musical, is 
on its own level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of weed yeah. For for a cancer joke to work, it has to really dig in and be just immediate funny. It has to it has to it has to grow I mean, over time, over a period of, of several years. Um, really? Reefer Madness the musical has the one acceptable rape joke. Yeah, it's true. It. Because again, a rape joke has to either be instantly funny or if you if you need a second to think about the comedy, right. it's over and it failed. Right. Rape and cancer jokes I fall mean, into that category of like, if you take two seconds to think about it, the joke has not done. landed. It was a bad I mean, joke. Really, I, I, we shouldn't be using horrible... Th- I mean, I get black humor. Black humor is totally a thing. And we should accept that it happens and not necessarily be entirely. I prefer black. So do I. I'm 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 long a proponent of the if it doesn't make you uncomfortable, it's not really funny. Yeah. And there's nothing Uh, in this movie that made me uncomfortable at all. It's just 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 talking about specifically the one rape joke in Reefer Madness. You've seen Reefer Madness the musical? It's been a long time. Okay. You watched it with me. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but no, it's during a song and Anna Gasteyer is going on and she she just ends this one really big belting out lyric with rapes me. And then the milkman drops all the milk and the dog right. runs away. And, and it's it horrible. Yeah. And it makes you think, oh my God, that's awful. But it's hilarious yeah, because it's of everything funny. that's going on around the horrible. A, yeah, that is actually really funny. Yeah, um, it works. And that's yeah. the same as the cancer joke at the end is, yeah. you know, Kristen Bell is dying and going to heaven and trying to tell Jimmy that they can be together. And she's like, maybe you'll get cancer. And right. she's really excited. <laughs> and it's, it's perfect. It's the, it is the bright cancer joke because it's like, yes, it was instantly funny. So that works. Like, those are, if you're gonna make it like if you're gonna make a racist joke, it either has to be instantly funny or nope, you've effed up right, right. there. Like and you did not thing. do the right thing. Right. And, and black humor. <laughs> do the right thing. It, yeah. Sorry. That, 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 very good. Very well, well, well done. <laughs> very well done. I'm I'm like I'm kind of in awe. That's that, that was a great reference. Anyway. Uh no, it's it's ultimately a watchable movie it's something that you don't have to think about it's just turn it on it's there and I, you know maybe smoke some weed because that made it a little better that, that's yeah, um, that would have made it worse for me because like again weed intensifies however you're feeling and like i it, there's nothing worse than being bored well well weed. here's the thing you you saw me watching this movie i i missed the back of your head at one utterly point ripped did you hear me giggle no then that's a problem when Bob does smoke weed, he does it specifically to get the giggles. If I'm watching something, hoping to get the giggles when I'm high, and I don't get the giggles, there's an issue. I did not get the giggles until afterwards reading an article about Food Network and their fucking peanut butter hack. Yeah. But no, I am not saying that this movie is awful because it is, to me, watchable. It's not great. It's just something to to watch. But do we want to rate it? Are we, we feeling I think we've completed? We have about I'm, come to that. Is there anything yeah, else to go I, on about? I think I'm going to give it probably like 2.5 roach clips. Mm. <laughs> Out of five, right? Out of five roach clips, yes. Yeah. Um, I would say that I would have to give this um, four out of five um, takes where Seth Green's makeup wasn't applied because they didn't have enough money for it. <laughs> Because I, I do think this movie was good, and I had just a fun time watching it. The bottle was green when he broke it off at the fridge, and then it was clear for the rest well, of the movie. No, what I love is there are a mm-hmm. number of two shots where Seth Green has one color face, mm-hmm. back forth, another color face, back forth, bo- back to the same. The bottle was, was blue at one point, too. Yeah, well, he went from being pale to not being pale, to being really pale, to not being pale. Like, to have the weird veiny things. They did not have dailies or something no. for the makeup artist, because they just kind of wung it. 
every day, and it wung. did not work. Wung is a word. Wung. It is now. <laughs> it's always been a word. It's the past tense of wing. Winged. Wung is another acceptable past tense for wing. Okay. As is wingard. Oh, God. No. No. Yeah. Wingard is not acceptable on any level. They, they wingard it. Uh, and what do you rate, Andy? I hate this movie. I hate it, then I hate it now. I give it zero out of five. Actually, it doesn't matter what I'm gonna, what it could have been because I'm giving it nothing. I give this revenge movie is mine. I give this movie nothing at all. I this is just so lazy and so boring, and I just never want to see it again. It's one of those. So. It's cute. Let your kids watch it. There's like two seconds of boobs in it. Who cares? They're the most this um, is, this created is the... boobs ever. They are. They were so plastic. They, uh... they were silicon realness. Yes, yeah. they were. Those those defied gravity is what they did. Okay, and fine. They... Zero, zero out of five gravitons that failed to affect <laughs> those boobs. Let's, let's be honest. We're calling silicon yeah. boobs now gravitons? No, gravi- gravitons would be like the, gra- the particles oh. of gravity that failed to have any yeah. effect on those They're boobs. still defying gravity to this they day. Are, I'm sure. They're I'm, actually floating. Unless she, unless she removed them due to probably weird health concerns. They're floating in Bill Skarsgård's suit. They do have helium implants for those for those women that want the really, really, really. You didn't good know that. Ones. Yeah. No, I haven't been keeping up on advances in tit technology. No, my favorite, my, <laughs> my favorite plastic surgery moment is there's a person, there's a famous drag queen in New York, I know in California, who for the last like thirty years goes to Mexico, has her entire face peeled down, has all of the silicone in her face removed, peels it back up has free-floating silicone injected into parts of her face to reshape it. Mm. And then for the next six months, it slowly meshes back in. So she has to go back to Mexico, peel it back off, and do the whole process again. Oh. 30 years of this. Wrinkled, wrinkled, little star. They will always see the scar. <laughs> hey, guys. I think it's Druid time, so we might have to get out of here. We gotta go. Go ahead and email us at bob at candycodedrazor.com. You can visit us on the website at candycodedrazor.com. And you can catch me on Twitter at at candyrazorbob. And you can email me at podcasthorror at gmail.com. And follow me on Twitter at zanmanhorrorfan. That's X-A-N-M-A-N horrorfan. And you can follow me on Twitter at oshutupandy, O-H-shutupandy. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, share, Give me another verb. Write a review. Review our podcast wherever you happen to hear it. Uh, every little bit helps. Yep. If you review us, we get more listeners. Maybe someday we'll be more than just a tiny little podcast in Bob's Kitchen at Nine Net Area. Yay! <laughs> and stop stalking. Anyway. <laughs> or stop responsibly, kids. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, bye! Bye! bye. Candy Coated Razor Blades podcast is distributed under Creative Commons 3.0. Attribution, non commercial, share alike. Visit us on the web at www.candycoatedrazor.com. Theme music is 13 Monsters by Lightning Bolt. Visit them on the web at www.laserbeast.com. <laughs>